Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sean J. Willemax. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Super Bowl champion Vernon Davis will join us in 10 minutes. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. Hey, uh, good morning, Max. How are you in the rain? Oh, sorry. This is the time of the show where we have friendly banter before we get into the business of the day. Let's kick it. It is cold outside, though. It's been, cold. It's been really cold yeah. up here in the Northeast lately. It's, it was, it is old man winter. It's unfortunate winter. for you guys. Are, it's so unfortunate. I have, ro- I have rocks on my patio, right? And there's like these little um, stone oh, slabs in between the rocks. rocks. Interesting. And literally the rocks are frozen to the stone slabs. Like you can't, you can't move. Like I'm out there trying to kick off the rocks, trying to pour hot water on it. Just frozen to yeah. the Anyone's slabs. heat cut off this, this, this weekend? No. You had that? Happen? Yeah, man. It was like 12 degrees outside. They came and fixed it. Got paid an hour bill, later, he started climbing. An hour later, no heat again. Was in one little room in the house with a space heater. Max. <laughs> Max Kellerman. Yeah, what's up, Key? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he's sandals. Uh, it is so true. Like, in L.A., the feeling you get. And, Key, you're from there. I don't know if, like, it, it, so it, it can't be the same to you. But when you're not from there, if you move to L.A., the feeling you get is, I quit the rat race. Those suckers back east are all in the rat race, and I quit the rat race. Guess what? They pulled me back in. Here I am, <laughs> back east, freezing. No, you guys, are, the, the weather will change in about six months. You guys will be okay. Yeah, yeah, it'll six be fine. Six months. You know, that's You're that, the worst. It, he's right, though. Like, we're in February, and everyone's like, somehow, psychologically, people are like, I just got to get to March. No, March, you April, might have three snowstorms. April. <laughs> April. We're good, man. February, yeah, keep March, telling yourself that April's right there. We're you're fine. Well, I think they call it April Fools. No, it's like, stop. hey fool, hey fool. You think <laughs> April first? You think it's spring, right? That's only fool. in Chicago. Chicago gets warm into May. So we are brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Keyshawn J. Will and Max brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the forty-five dollars silver unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. Speaking of Straight Talk Wireless, here's Stephen A. on NBA Countdown about the narrative concerning. Kevin Durant if he does not win a title and I thought they were talking about in Brooklyn this year right wasn't it a this year thing like you got to win right now Mm -hmm. listen we all love basketball and we know how phenomenal KD is I think he's the best in the world when healthy that's just my personal opinion that's how much respect I have for him but I've been in the media for a, a, a little while Mike Wilbon's been in the media for a little while And there are going to be people. All I'm saying is there's going to be people, especially if Golden State wins and Brooklyn doesn't win. With all of this stuff that went on this year, that is going to look at his choice to join with Kyrie Irving and depart from Steph Curry as opposed to staying with Steph Curry. That's all I'm saying. I ain't saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. When KD tweeted and said it was egregious for me to say that on NBA Today with Malika and Shanae is when I said it. I'm saying I tweeted back. You're absolutely right. It is egregious. It's unfair. It ain't right. 
You deserve better. But since when has that had anything to do with headlines on the back pages? That's why, Jay, I felt the move away from Golden State to Brooklyn is, was praiseworthy for KD. Jay, the idea that there is risk involved. Like, Golden State was practically guaranteed. A like 73-win team, one play from the title. Mm-hmm. Great, it's going to be the greatest team of all time until they lost to a, a miraculous LeBron James-led comeback. You add KD to that, what do you really prove? But him leaving, it's almost like what I tell my kids when they're scared. That's your chance to be brave, right? If you're, never, if you're not scared, you're not being brave. you got to be scared to be brave. Like the fact that there was risk involved, that there was downside involved in the move to Brooklyn, that he is getting away from Steph. What if Steph wins without him? That's what makes the move praiseworthy to me in the first place is is, is there i mean i don't think that's an inaccurate description how do no, you feel I, I i would never consider ever ever as a hooper a dude who's trained in this game since a long time i would never consider kd's legacy a failure ever he's one of one man like at the end of the day he might be a top five player in the history of the game like that's where he may finish he's a finals mvp He's a world champion, regardless of whether you want to say it was with Steph or not. Like, he was the finals MVP of two of those championships. So, like, my thing is, I, I don't – I just don't like how the narratives continue to, to change because the narrative when he was at Golden State was he had to join a 73-win team in order for him to win a championship. When will he do it on his own? And now we're saying that the narrative has become, or some people would say, that, well, he left Stephen Curry and Clay. Yes, because – Y'all are the ones that pushed him out of there, saying that wasn't going to be enough for him. I mean, eventually it was his own decision. I'm not saying, but like that was a huge thing. And now we're going to say, well, you left that for this. Well, yeah, because now he wants to do it on his own. Yeah, Key, you can't please all of the people all of the time. You might as well just do do it for your own sake, right? Yeah, and and when you look at KD, you look at his ability. He leaves OKC to join Golden State after Golden State won the championship. So first thing people are going to say is what Jay just said. Like, you needed them to even win a chip. So then he leaves the Golden State Warriors to go to the Brooklyn Nets and team up with Kyrie to essentially get back to where he has his own team because this is the Golden State Warriors. We all know Steph Curry's team. And so you get your own team with the the Brooklyn Nets. And so the first thing people will say without putting everything into perspective is that he will not win. If he doesn't win a championship with the Nets and Steph Curry continues to win with the Golden State Warriors, they're going to say the only reason why you have your chips is because of Steph Curry and Draymond and Clay. That's just people are stupid then. Well, I mean. Are they not, Jay? Jay, let me ask you something. I know. If if they're going to say that key, that's not. I know. Well, they already been saying it. They've been saying it when he joined them. They said it when he left. Let me ask. Jay, I have a question. Now, if he doesn't win one, now if he does not win one, Jay, what are they going to say? I think he's going to win one if he stays healthy. I think he will, but what if he doesn't? Yeah, uh, that's like you said top five. I want to stop right there. Mm -hmm. KD. Really, Jordan and LeBron are the only two. Like he has the defense, the size, the obviously offense goes without saying. He can do every single thing offensively. There's no reason he shouldn't be in the top three discussion with LeBron and MJ. But I want to ask you about that, Jay, and the reason it's significant to lead a team to a championship rather than to join a ready-built microwave championship team. 
Larry Bird, for example, because I'm thinking of small forwards or forwards mm-hmm. who could score, gets to the Celtics. They were a 20-something win team the year before, like that 60-something win team, and was clearly the alpha on three title teams, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at KD throughout that whole first portion of his career on very good teams, he couldn't quite get over the hump that we saw LeBron get over. When he was at OKC. Yep, yep. Okay. Isn't there, like, isn't there some truth to the idea, or at least you can construct a story, a narrative, as we say nowadays, that KD, the reason he did this, it was important to show that he can lead a group, a new group of guys, to the promised land. That is something he has not yet done. Yes. Right? And so, and so yes, our, our opinions of his legacy, as we were talking earlier in the show about those big moments in someone's career, it comes down to this stuff, does it not? It does. It, but, like, it's, it's also... You know, it's funny when we when we come with these like huge sweeping kind of like overall landscape opinions. Like we don't look at context. Like coming off an Achilles injury mm-hmm. and the year he had last year, right? And then having another injury this year. We don't look at COVID. Like like it's it, it's like all of a sudden we go to this place in February after losing eight games. It's like, well, I'm just trying to tell you this is what people are going to say. And you're like, well, hold on, man. Like take into account how everything is coming together. Like, it's like we skip all these damn details. Well, here, here's so why, though, sweeping Jake, exchange. But here's why. The Achilles wasn't a problem for him last year, right? He, he played and he looked like KD. Not, not didn't miss a beat. So people going to automatically erase that excuse. Then they're going to focus in on the team this year. They don't care nothing about no COVID and all that because you played. You actually played. So people are not going to look at the COVID situation and the Achilles situation at all. Now you say, well, he's injured again this year. Yeah, but he'll play enough games to get them into the playoffs, and then hopefully they'll get together as a group on the road and continue to have success so he can win a championship because if he doesn't, you know how people are. They're going to start to pick things apart because they want to go at him anyway. That's just what it is. They were doing that when this team was ranked first in the East, man. It was like, well, what's wrong with this team defensively? They've lost eight straight. They're four and a half games out of first place. Yes. Without KD, with James Harden being hampered by an, a hamstring injury, and then Kyrie only playing, it's you know, rogue games. It's not the Nets. It's not the Nets. Yeah, so, like, yeah. that, that's all I'm saying. Like, it, it's these things now start, start to be huge stories because they've lost eight it's straight. And people are like, oh, we're so worried. I'm like, calm down, it's interesting man. It's about, a long season. About KD, guys, I was thinking about, you know, everyone has their, what's your greatest, like, put together a starting five all time. Because of KD's excellence at every facet of the game on both ends of the floor, and because he can defer, like, he doesn't need the ball, he doesn't need to monopolize the ball, any starting five, you gotta ha- you're going to find, and especially because he's playing in this day and age where shooting's at a premium and he can shoot from all three levels, He's going to be on your on any starting five all-time roster is going to include KD. So, like, his game is without question. It's the other stuff people want to see. Can he lead? And, and, and he's, taken, he's taken a risk to do it, and now we're waiting on the answer, right? But you're right, Jay. Ton of extenuating circumstances, injury, COVID, et cetera. Extenuating circumstances. But in the end, people just want to know what happened. I think that's what Stephen yeah. A. was talking about. Yeah, they're they not going to they care less about the circumstances, man. They're looking for a guy who is the best at his business to deliver. And I think he will deliver if they're healthy. But if he doesn't, for whatever weird, weird reason, people are going to pick holes in it. That's just I'm, I'm gonna what be, it is. I'm going to be so real with y'all. I mean, this talks about the genius of Stephen A. Smith, though, because – 
Like, this narrative is set by him. Mm. It, or this this narrative is elevated by him. Well, yes. It's, when you, ele, it's elevated. I mean, I don't think people were coming out of it over the last couple of days being like, oh, was, you know, Kevin Durant left. I don't think anybody was really saying. Well, like I Kevin Durant Wait, played. I would have. I would have framed it differently. What I would have said, rather than I wouldn't have focused on Steph. To me, the narrative is this: KD, you're a two-time champion because you joined a team that literally, if you add an MVP caliber player, is incapable of losing. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't tell me what I need to know. What I need to know, because I already know your skills are beyond out of the can, galaxy, right? Can you right? do it by yourself? Can, well, not not, by, not yourself, by yourself, but can you yourself. lead a group that hasn't been there before to the promised land, right? Yes. Yep. That's what LeBron's done. Magic did it. Bird did it. Jordan did okay, it. Can, Bill can, Russell can, did right, it. So fine. Yeah. What was your takeaway from last year with Kevin Durant? Like, let, let's be real about it then. Like, for what Kevin Durant did Amazing. last year, what was your he takeaway? Was unbelievable. unbelievable. So I, I, under, I understand unbelievable. it has to get, like, to the ultimate peak, but damn. Damn. Look what he did last year. Come damn. On. Do we quickly <laughs> forget about what this man did single-handedly last no, year? No, 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 no. It's that we have the answer to that part. Of, coming back from injury, we didn't know. That's an amazing yeah, but, thing that he but, did. But, but, but exactly, we already know he's awesome. That. We already and know that's he's why awesome. I, and that's why I said about the injury, yeah. the injury part of it, they're going to push that to the side, man. Yeah, they're going to push it to the side. Key, this that's is the question. This is the question. This is what it boils down to for me. We, we know what an athlete can do as an individual, right? His skills are off the charts in every facet of the game. It's ridiculous at his size, especially. But we're looking for an extra component about the leadership, about bringing the group. So what I'm asking you, Jay, with, like, let me start with this basketball. Is that real, or is it like, look, he can't control the extenuating circumstances. That's not so real. He's doing everything he can. These dudes, it was him and Patty Mills against multiple teams this year in which they won games. Just him and Patty Mills. Yep. Like, there, there's, a, there's an it factor with this dude on the court, man. Like, and everybody feels it, regardless of whether you like Kevin Durant or not, or if he channels anger at some random fans on social media, or if he's attacking Stephen A., calling him egregious, or Skip Bellis, or myself. There's a dog in him that is felt when he's on the court. It's legit greatness, Key, man. Key, but you, I think, but yeah. I think Stephen A. was only bringing up what people are going to say. Stephen A. did not, he did not say that. He was just bringing it up. I guess he brings it up, so that means that he's at fault for bringing it up. No, look, no, but look, look, look. We I got, wish we can get into this. Yeah, though, there's, there's a lot a, more there's to been do. There's a lot of buildup for Stephen no A. Question. leading up to this moment. And with by the, the way, and Kyrie and all that. Now, Kobe Bryant won but two without that Shaq. To you and him. I and got that, you. I that got was you, big. I got you right. I got you. That was big for Kobe to win two without Shaq because Powell was great, but Kobe was obviously the best player on the team. And once he did that, it was a new dimension of his fair, greatness. Fair, right. Fair. We're waiting to see that from KD, and we all believe it's in there. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Super Week in the NFL. And we got a Super Bowl champion to help us preview. The second I was traded here and we got Von Miller, we get Odell, we get these unbelievable players. You know, the pressure for our team has been there all season from the outside. But from us, that stuff hasn't really bothered us, hasn't really crept in, you know, into our thought process at all. We just go out there and attack each day. You heard me, Super Bowl champion Vernon Davis with us now. Good morning, Vernon. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. Now that you're What here. up, Chef? What up, man? What's right. going on? How are you? What's happening? So, Vernon, you played for Sean McVay for one season in Washington. What's it what's it mean? Like what's it been like watching him go from OC to his second Super Bowl as head coach at 35? 
Yeah, I think it's awesome to see him. I did play with Sean McVay, and he's um, he's a unique individual, and I say that because of his ability to be able to uh, just remember a lot of things when it comes to football and his mind when it comes to calling plays. I just I've never seen anyone like him. He's it was an honor to be able to play with him. So seeing him out there as a coach really really brings back memories and take take me back to that place when I first signed with the Washington football team. So it's it's, it's definitely great to see him have success. Mm. How impressed are you have you been with this Bengals offense, Vernon? I'm very I'm very impressed. We we've seen so many years where the Bengals could not turn it around and for them to be able to to show that they could they can come out and win games like they've been winning is just it's very impressive. I know the organization is extremely happy, the players, uh the fans and it's just it's just great to see that they're able to turn things around and and do something for the city. I mean the city the city has been has been wanting um wanting some wins and uh, they've definitely uh, won a lot of games this season, so I'm, I'm very impressed. Vernon, how do you see this game actually playing out? Do you, do you think Joe Burrow and his guys have a puncher's chance? You know, I think they have. Yeah, I think they have. Uh, I think um, the Bengals have a, a, a great chance at, at winning the football game. I, uh, they're very, they're very po- uh, poised, and they're they're just they're a good team. You can tell that the synergy is there. They're they're playing together. They're having fun. That's the most important part about this game, as you as you well know. That if you can't go out there and have fun with your guys, then you, what are you doing? So uh, when I watch them on, when I watch them, they're uh, they're definitely doing that. And so, uh, like I said, it's just great to see. Vernon, uh, when you look at the job that Sean McVay and Zach Taylor have done, what do you make of it? Here's a guy who is the disciple of Sean McVay facing him in the Super Bowl on Sunday at 6.30 Eastern time. What about the nerves? I think, I think it's, I, look, I just, I think they have, um, there's some similarities there with them, uh, their coaching style. Of course, they, you know, they both love football. And, and that's what I, that's what I was, that's what I was alluding to the first time I was saying that, that Sean McVay, he loves the game. I've never really been around a, a, a head coach who's really in tune to the game like that. Of course, they, of course, you know, being a coach, you're, you're all about football and, you know, you want to win games. But Sean McVay is on a different level when it comes to the game. You know, I, I, re, I remember one time when I was talking to him and, and we were having a general conversation about just about family. And then he just he just alluded to something that I did back in 2008. You know, he's like, Vern, do you remember that play? You know, he's all about football. So I feel like there's a lot of similarities with, with both of them uh, when it comes to the love of the sport and uh, and winning games. Vernon Davis, Super Bowl champion, two-time Pro Bowler, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Vernon, you grew up in the DMV area and played for the Washington football team. Uh, what do you make of the commander's name? You know, commanders. I, I figured it would. I figured it would be somewhere, something like that. Because I, you know, Washington D.C. has a military presence, and when I saw the list of names, I, I pointed out commanders because it just all makes sense, right? It just it makes sense for for the city and uh, just the Washington football team as a whole. So, I, you know, I'm not opposed to it. I think it's great, and I look forward to seeing them. You know, sport the name. It's gonna, it's gonna be good. It's gonna take some time for the fans to really get used to it, but it'll happen. Hey, uh, Vernon Davis, what should the 49ers do 
with Jimmy G? Should they bring him back or move on from him? Uh, I think Jimmy G is he's very talented. I think he's I think he's talented. Uh, I think he 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 definitely he's definitely one of those quarterbacks that can that can take a team uh to the playoffs and, and possibly the Super Bowl. I mean he's done it before. But you know, I know there's been some speculation with uh you know, with him, you know, remaining a forty niner and uh, I don't know. I just I just think that they should give him an opportunity to compete and I, I wouldn't really um I wouldn't really you know, say that he's out of the out of the building, but you know, I I think uh, I think they'll definitely knowing the Forty ers I think they'll give him an opportunity to really uh, compete and and see if he can do it. Vernon, at Super Bowl Fifty that you played in with the Denver Broncos, the halftime act was Beyonce. What did you did you go and watch the halftime act once you guys were uh, done? You know, prepping for the second half. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I think that I think when it's when 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 it's game day, you really locked in and you're focused focused on what you have to do. And so any any performance or or anything uh, that has to do with uh, halftime, I, I don't think guys get into it. They're really locked in, and and that's one thing I've always tried to do throughout my career is just stay focused on on what I have to do. And I think the other guys can can, can attest to that. Uh, so no, I didn't. I did not see the performance. Mm. Yeah, no, so I was wondering, I said earlier, I wonder if guys, because this big performance is happening here in L.A. with Dr. Dre and company, if guys will do, you know, get the first half stuff out the way, second half stuff out the way, and try to sneak out the locker room and just stand in the tunnel just to see the performance. Hey, uh, Vernon, <laughs> before we let you go, can you tell us about why you're here with us today? Yeah, I'm here with, because uh, I partner with Smirnoff there. They're doing some amazing things. They're bringing in the most epic Super Bowl watch party ever. Two uh, percent of football fans cannot watch the game, watch the Super Bowl, uh, which is really astonishing to me because I, you know, I wasn't familiar with, I wasn't, I didn't know that until I partnered with Smirnoff, and and for them to be able to to go out of their way and and go up to Alaska and make sure that these guys, these miners, can can enjoy the game because they're part of that two percent is simply amazing and 56 56 lucky fans have an opportunity to enter sweepstakes where they will have uh, 21 game day essentials given to them and they'll be chosen randomly uh and those essentials will include like wing sauce chips i mean it's going to be phenomenal man i can't wait i can't wait till you know to to see how you know everyone's going to respond to all of this but i think it's wonderful um I'm, i'm actually i'm super excited about it and i can't wait uh, to get started. Thank you, Vernon. Appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. What is at stake for Odell Beckham Jr. in the Super Bowl, guys? Key's got the answer for you next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cash rules everything around me. <laughs> Tell him, Max. Cream gets. <laughs> Tell him, Max. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Um, this album is so good; it's insane. Sick. It's like the eighth best song Sick. on the record. We've talked about the legacy-changing postseason for Matt Stafford, but there's another Los Angeles Ram looking to change the story around him, and that's Odell Beckham Jr. Here's Odell on how the road to the Super Bowl has been validating for for him and his career for sure uh, I mean it it's been tough it's been a rough since 2017 you know shattering your ankle busting your ass coming back time and time again and just things just never um you know went the way that I would like uh and, and like I keep talking about it just was that faith you know staying down staying prayed up um never doubting or or not believing in yourself that that makes this you know very special for me to to be able to have an opportunity uh to play in a super bowl this is you sacrifice it all just for these moments so will the rest of the league look at odell differently like does Odell look at things differently and value a good situation? You know, as you age, you, you, you ex- get that experience and get wiser, right? And he is definitely a guy, Key, talking to him here and there through the years that seems to have matured in the league, of course, because you come in, you're 21 years old, you turn around, you're, you're approaching 30, you've had a lot of life experience. Does he value his situation, and what kind of value does he place on having a good quarterback to work with, an offensive line, uh, uh, you know, a defense, 
happiness, right, success. What, what kind of value does he place on that key? Like how much of a discount would the Rams get to keep him, do you think? I don't think that's going to – I mean, look, in, in the end, you just want to win. And that was whether it was with the Giants or whether it was with the Cleveland Browns, and now he's winning with the Rams. Um, I think a lot of people get caught up in the statistical numbers and they look at his su- success statistically that he had with the Giants, and they think that that's who OBJ is. But a lot of the frustrations that you saw with the Giants was based on not winning football games. Then it's the media. Then it's all that. Then he gets traded to Cleveland, and again, he's not helping the team win football games. They're not very good in his first couple years there. Then they go to the playoffs last year. Without him, he comes back. They've yet to utilize him. He struggled a little bit. Then he goes to the Rams as a healthy player, and the Rams figured out how to keep him happy by utilizing him a certain way. And I think that that is really what it all boils down to. It's not even about the economics or the finances. Uh, when you look at it, it's about me being happy in this situation because everything else will certainly take care of itself. And you say, what about the rest of the league? I think the rest of the league knows exactly what they would be getting in, o- in OBJ if he was to depart from the Rams. I just don't likely see him wanting to move away from the Rams. He's happy. He's satisfied. They're in the Super Bowl. What more could you want? You know what this makes me realize, Max and Key, is that you know when you go and you play on bad teams, right, there are certain people where they internalize it and they kind of put their head down and they just keep moving forward. And there are other people that – a little bit more, like, let me show you who I am. Like, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. And I think OBJ is the latter. For sure. And I think that made a lot of people, because if you just look at it, you know, strictly from a 100,000-foot perspective, right, you're like, oh, this, this guy, I'm not sure this, you can win with a guy like this. Look, look how frustrated he gets. But anybody who's played sports and understands the nuances of sport, like, it's hard when you're on a bad team. When you get to a good team, all of a sudden, those narratives start to change because it's like, well, look at look how he's look look how he's winning. He's motivating people in the locker room. This guy, you know, key all those smaller nuances when you're part of a good culture change, and it just goes to show you that when you're part of a good culture, all of a sudden that narrative changes. So interesting. All you got to do is listen to the players and the coaches. Exactly. Yeah. You listen to the players and the coaches that he's been with. That'll that will tell you. Yep. They'll tell you what he is. Mm-hmm. They'll certainly tell you what he is on and off the field. If you if you listen to players and coaches that have been in his presence, you'll know exactly what OBJ is. But this, like, you could see, even with all the talent in the world and with a very good attitude and good disposition, like a friendly demeanor and, and, a, and a kind of team uh, kind of oriented process and all that stuff, you can still be vilified. And it could you, this, events can conspire, like the receiver can't throw himself the ball, right? So you got to be on a team with a quarterback that can get you to the ball. All that kind of stuff. And, and in Odell's case, remember when he took the boat ride and the teammates went with him? Now, at that time, and I'm a big Giants fan, right? The whole thing is, okay, now, if the Giants lose, people are going to look at Odell sideways. But more than that, if Odell drops passes, and that's one of the reasons they lose, and we talk about these moments of extremely high leverage. The one time he got to the playoffs, before now, he went on the boat, came back, dropped passes, and the team lost. I'm not saying it's the reason they lost, but those two facts are true, right? He now gets a chance to redeem himself. Like, okay, now I'm back in the situation. It's not just one or two passes coming my way. Oh, my God, or else I'm never going to eat again, right? 
And I think it was big for him for that reason. Get back to the playoffs and show what you can yeah, do. Course. He's been a godsend for the Rams. You know what's so funny? My man, the whole time he was playing with Baker Mayfield, he didn't say anything. He didn't say nothing about, about Baker Mayfield. He just kept his head down and kept working the whole time. Yep, that's what I told him to do. <laughs> just keep your head down, keep working, man. But I'm just funny. It's funny people want to label it, though, Key, like he is. Yeah. You know, like, and he didn't say anything. He's just doing his job. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time for the percolator. Keyshawn, yeah. Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're on ESPN News. Say, play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speaker. Download the podcast. Kendrick Perkins is ready to join us now. What's up, Big Perk? Man, that sounds like something. What's up, crazy. Max? What's up, fellas? What's up, Perk? What's up, Perk, man? Perk, you know this is a song my wife said they should Matt. play for you every time you come on air, the percolator. <laughs> Too bad I don't have no damn rhythm because I'll come on there percolating if they did. 
Perk, um, Stephen A. said the other day that KD's narrative will change, or the narrative around him will be that he left uh, Steph Curry, especially if Steph wins, right? The whole thing, and, and, and he went and messed it up with Kyrie and stuff, and, and KD kind of clapped back saying it's egregious. He said, yeah, it's egregious. But the larger point to me seems to be there will be stories told. That's the way, you know, people understand things. We, we, we fit it into stories, mm-hmm. do we tell ourselves. And the story will, will be told is KD has yet to lead a team to a championship. You know, the Warriors were ready-made. But, like, do his own thing and take a, a team to a championship. And it sounds... You know, like a lot of people will think that and maybe not without cause. Where are you on all of that? You you know what? Like, I mean, when you think about the all-time greats and you think about, you know, guys like KD and Braun and the list goes on, you know, everybody's going to have their opinion about something. You know, like I always – I feel like it's always going to be the – the conversation is always going to be there that KD went joined the – a 73-9 and nine Warrior team to, to have to win the championship. I'm not taking this championship away from him, but that's always going to be a conversation. But here's the thing. KD right now is worried about the wrong damn thing. The thing he need to be worried about is making sure he could gather his troops together, see if he could get on the phone call with Kyrie Irving and James Harden and figure out this drama and mess that they got going on in Brooklyn. Because what they have going on, yes, they're on the eight-game losing streak, but a lot of this just has to do with so much drama, so much things. And I think, you know, a part of it, in my opinion, when I'm thinking about it, James Harden should be really, really frustrated. James Harden left Houston. He came here and made a city relevant again for us basketball-wise, the most noise since Clutch City with Elijah Warren gave up everything he built down here to go and do what? Join Kyrie and KD to win the championship. And now if I'm James Harden, I'm kind of looking at KD like, hey, man, this supposed to be your little bro or your little homie. Why you not talking them into, you know what I'm saying, being all in? And I know it's a tough decision when it comes down to being vaccinated, but again, it's not fair to James Harden because he forced his way out for one reason and one reason only, not to come down here, not to go to Brooklyn and deal with drama, but to go to Brooklyn and try to win a championship. You know, Perk, man, I, I kind of agree with you when it comes to the noise. Like, right, if I'm KD, my focus is on just what you said, trying to figure out how to get Kyrie to play with us full time, try to figure out how to make things right so when we do come out of all-star break, that we are headed in the right direction come playoff time, opposed to worrying about what people may say about you and your legacy when your legacy mm-hmm. is what it is. You're a top five all-time player, period, no matter what anybody say, whether you win another championship or not in your career. So I agree with you on that one as far as that goes. He just kind of, for me, don't be sitting around listening to the naysayers. Just play basketball and try to figure out how to get Kyrie on the floor with you full-time. But, Perk, here's all I always say about that. You and I both know we've known KD for a long time. You've longer than me. But when he has free time, you know that's when he gets into the most stuff, especially when he hears people clapping at him. That's when he'll clap back. And so I, I hear what everybody's saying. I'm not saying that his legacy won't be determined about how things are going down ultimately with the Nets. But still, like, Perk, it's the dog days, man. It's February. I know this team lost eight straight. But let's see who they are after all-star break when James, him, and Kyrie are all on the floor healthy, if they can get on the floor healthy together. That's my point. Yeah, 
Yeah, but Jay, it is a bit alarming though, and I agree with you. We are we already know KD when he has so much free time on his hands, when he's not being able to be out there on the court, he's on social media, whether he agree or not, but he's gonna clap back. I agree with you on that. But here's the thing, it is alarming that the Brooklyn Nets have has lost eight straight. For the simple fact that you look at this team, man, and all of a sudden Chemistry has to be there. I understand they have a big three, but the Eastern Conference ain't no joke right now. Like, you looking at the Milwaukee Bucks, the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Chicago Bulls healthy, like, the Brooklyn Nets got their hands full. This is the first time in a long time that we actually could say that the Eastern Conference is better than the Western Conference right now. And so what I'm saying is, I understand we keep saying, let's see what the big three go do, but chemistry matters, man. Chemistry matters, and it definitely matters for those role players that they have. But, Perk, last year we saw it didn't take them hardly any time. The defense got respectable within a couple weeks, and offensively they were completely unstoppable. They were humiliating the eventual champion Bucks. They just in the first two games, even when they lost to Milwaukee, it was close and they played defense and that was without Harden. And then they lost Kyrie and still with a limping James Harden really, even when he got back, wasn't James Harden. They came within a fraction of an inch of advancing past the champions. Are you saying that if all three of the big three are healthy and playing together, they still might not get out of the East? Yes, I'm saying that, Max. The Eastern Conference is that it has gotten that much better. I keep telling you that. Like, if the Brooklyn Nets with a part-time Kyrie happen to match up with a team like the Miami Heat, you just telling me you're going to dismiss the Miami Heat the way that Jimmy Butler been playing? Bam out of the bio coming back the way he is. Tyler Hero being a walking bucket. This stingy defense with adding Kyle Lowry and P.J. Tucker. You'll just say that they'll walk through them or beat them. No, you can't guarantee that. I wouldn't even guarantee them beating Philly right now at this Mm -hmm. point. No one on that team could stop Joel Embiid. And by the way, Philly actually have wing defenders. I just want to Pretty nice wing defenders at that. I want to follow up because the the caveat is – with a part-time Kyrie. So even if everyone's healthy, Kyrie's only playing half the games. And isn't that part of the narrative that Stephen A. was referring to, that you left Steph in them, who you can rely on, right, to go to a place where at best you're going to get half the games played by, your, by one of your big three? Because you're not here saying mm-hmm. if Kyrie was in all the games and they were healthy that they would lose. You're saying given the reality. Isn't that part of what's being discussed here? Yes, it is. And this is this is why I say James Harden should be frustrated. Because although James Harden and Kyrie Irving, they might not they like they might be okay friends, they not close like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Like and and James is basically saying like KD dog, like, hey man, let's get this going. Like I said before, but that's I understand, I get Stephen A's point. Stephen A is saying that Right now, he basically telling KD, hey, man, you're letting Kyrie be the disruptor of this whole situation. And it, and it's right, but it's hard to, to pick on Kyrie or even say anything about it because it's that man's personal choice for us getting vaccinated. So with that being said, I guess, if you were the Nets, would you train James Harden for Ben Simmons? Yeah. 
And if I'm James Harden, I want to get traded. I want to get traded. I want to go play with the big fella. I want to go play with the league-leading scorer, one of the most skilled big men, if not the most skilled center to ever play the game. Hell, yeah, I want to go down there to Philly and play with him. Right now, the way the Sixers are playing, they, 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 they have better culture. They have better togetherness. And, and, and Philly just looked like, you know, I can't do especially MB. If I'm James Harden, I definitely want to get traded. And it makes sense for both parties because if I'm Brooklyn – I don't know if I'm going to lose James Harden in the offseason. So why not get a Ben Simmons right now? Mm. Why not? Does it be a fascinating situation? I mean, it is a fascinating situation. And it, and the reason there's speculation, even though the Nets are, Nets are like, no, we hung up on him, right? Because it makes sense. It makes it, 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 the, the pieces fit together. That is the great Kendrick Perkins, ladies All right, and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Big Perk. As All right, my always. good people, my brothers, already. <laughs> All right, guys, boy, we've uh, we've discussed a lot today. We've gone through it today. We got through it today. Electricity Super problems. Week. Super Bowl week. We bounce back though. No doubt. Greeny is coming up next. Dress Super- warm, fellas. Dress warm. Super <laughs> week continues. <laughs> yeah, we always do. Rub it in. Much more on all this tomorrow. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Sit tight. Greeny's here in a sec. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.